MMA Journal Canada is partnered with Unity Underwear, King's Fightwear, and MK1 Boxing Equipment. Use code DREAMER to save 20% off your total purchase on all Unity apparel and head down to the MK1 shop to save 10% off their world-class equipment with code MMAJOURNALCA. An LFA Championship doubleheader is going down in Brazil on Saturday, May 27th from the brand new CG Casabranca Sports Complex. Don't miss the action going down Saturday, May 27th at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, exclusively on UFC Fight Pass. So, Laker game, a little surfing. Yeah, man, I ended up not surfing this morning. Just took it easy? Yeah, I ended up going to breakfast with my wife. I'm heading out to Brazil tomorrow, so. Very nice. Very nice. Incredible cards, incredible stuff coming out of LFA right off the bat. Um, as usual, as you guys have been doing. Um, so it just it just must feel great to be continuously putting on events and basically, yeah, like pound for pound, like for events, for the talent you guys create it's it's uh, and, and help form. It's awesome, man. It's really exciting. Yeah, man, I really love what we're doing. Uh, we set out to do this from the beginning, and uh, I feel that we're accomplishing what we set out to do. You know, our our goal was to be the number one developmental organization in the world, and I feel that we are doing that. Not that I feel we are that. 100%. Uh, factually, we are. You know, I mean, when you look at uh, almost, you know, almost forty percent of the current UFC roster are LFA alumni now. It's it's insane, and uh, you know, like you coming a long way from uh you know shooting passing the guard there hey yeah for sure it's uh you know even last night's show you know uh last night's event uh and the main card we had um in every fight we had an lfa alumni and in the main card we went five and oh and even uh fialho versus buckley too both of them right facing yes. each other both 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 yeah that was uh we call those lfa super fights uh, you know, that's that's always so fun to see. Uh, I was telling my buddy, uh, even here, like I said, sometimes, um, you know, the talent that's that's there, like, I start naming the names that have come from LFA and what? Boy, yeah. you gotta you gotta know where this is coming from, you know, the base level fan, um, you know, the base level fan, they don't, and it's not it's not the athletes fault. I think, um, you know, it's kind of how the media uh, presents it if they don't get the full story. Um, you know, cause most of the time on, on, on main things, honestly, you, you will be lucky up here to see, uh, on the news, uh, Volkanovsky winning a title, you know, on, on main media news outlets. Right. Um, and now that ESPN has partnered, um, with UFC and, and fight pass growing, it's more so coming, but again, um, up here, like we're so far behind on combat sports. We just got sanctioned. Uh, we just had our very first national WBC Muay Thai cha- uh, champion crowned. Uh, amateur so like we're we're miles behind and um, it's just starting this year um that's i think every post i've made i've said year of the fight fan because this is the time where you know this law is coming muay thai was brought into um the olympic committee so 2024 i think we'll see uh, muay thai in the olympics the jones come back mcgregor come back you guys continuously pushing out new talent it's just an incredible incredible time for combat sports around the world yeah, it it is, and like I said, you know, we're uh, we're very happy to to be what we're doing. Uh, we're happy to with the expansion and uh, that we've done internationally, and you know, this year we'll end up doing around twenty five shows, you know, all around the uh, all around the world. 
Yeah, you guys did 28 last year, I think it was. Back to 28. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to keep up, man, on, uh, um, not on our side. It's the, it's the fun part to keep up just for uh, other, other organizations to keep up pound for pound, continuously putting out those, those events, man. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, I, I just really enjoy what we're doing. And I just, you know, enjoy being able to keep, uh, I enjoy uh, being able to put, uh, you know, just keep helping these guys further their career. That's that's the main thing. You know, I've spoken with uh, other promoters like Tom Loeffler, uh, the boxing promoter, uh, Kieran Kettle, a Muay Thai promoter uh, for one championship. And uh, it's not the event itself. It's helping these guys get to their point where they have that light on them for their for their skill. Right. Like it's um, there's some guys, too, where where they put in work. Um, I'll give you an example. The first gentleman I spoke with from one championship, uh, Regan Ursel. He's the double champ. He's defending a Muay Thai title and a kickboxing title. And, you know, I, I speak to, to that name with some people and, and they're not aware of that name. And to be undefeated for seven years, going 21 and 0, uh, his 22nd fight in a row uh, will be June 9th and, and still hopefully. But, you know, these names where, where you can, we, you see this talent and, um, you know, Regan has 20,000 Instagram followers. Yet, you know, you see, I'll give you an example. You see a, uh, and not to downplay NBA stars or anyone, but you see uh, LeBron James eating a chicken nugget and that makes headlines. Yet Regan Ursel has been undefeated for seven years and his name isn't the household name. Yeah, well, it, it, you know, it's, it, it's, it's taken time. You know, you have to understand when you look at, um, you know, when you look at mixed martial arts, I mean, mixed martial arts has technically been around for, for 30 years, right? I mean, that's when the UFC started um, back in 1993. Um, and, uh, you know, look, look where the NBA was 30 years into it. Look at where Major League Baseball was. And, you know, sometimes these people sit there and they talk about, uh, they talk about uh, uh, pay, you know, 30 yeah. years into Major League Baseball, guys were lucky to get a, a free bat, a, a new glove, and uh, a bus ride to their next town they're going to play in. <laughs> and, and look at how many millionaires have, 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 have came about from mixed martial arts and the UFC. So fast, too. Yeah, within that time. Um, and then business, the business plans, too, getting these guys. Like, yeah, because they're all on the broadcasting crew. They're all part of media teams. There's opportunities yeah. for jobs everywhere for these guys too. Um, yeah, you don't really see that as much in other organizations. No, you don't. You don't. Uh, and uh, you know, and we're constantly. You know, I know that we're known for the being the number one developmental organization for fighters, but uh, we develop a, a lot of talent for the sport. You know, look what we're doing. You know, we we have Gilbert Melendez, Alan Gervon, uh, You know, Laura Senko, her first. Uh, her first play by her first commentary gig uh, uh, on, you know, on, on, a, on a show was with us, you know what I mean? And we helped develop her and show the UFC, Hey, Laura Senko is, is, is uh, ready and knowledgeable and capable uh, of doing a commentary uh, on any level. And, uh, and she's just, uh, you know, she's just a phenomenal person, but you know, like we do that, like we develop fighters, we're going to develop, commentators and develop other uh you know other people uh for the sport 
Yeah, yeah. I think it was a few years ago you said there's room for everyone, you know, in LFA and, and the sport too, you know, um, especially if you have the drive, you know, coming up, um, um, you know, it's been like people like to talk and they like to put like just a label on, oh, it must have been easy or, or you're in this position, but they don't see that unseen work, the unseen hours, like developing not just the, the, the talent too and helping put them out there, but the brand itself, you know, your work managing bands, nightclubs, that kind of stuff, the clothing, the clothing uh, brand as well you had, and, and just like all that managing experience too. Like people think like, oh, it's Ed, Ed Suarez, he, he worked with Anderson Silva, so uh, you know, must everything just must have been like easy on, on that, you know, main page. Well, they only see the finished product, man. They yeah. only see the finished product. I, I can remember people used to think, oh, it must be nice. You know, they, they used to see the, the week of Anderson's fight. They see the countdown show. They see me doing a couple of interviews for a countdown show. Then they see me walking out with him the night of uh, uh, the fight. He goes out there and knocks some dude out. I translate some words and fill my pockets with money and live yeah. happily ever after. I wish that was the case. But yeah. um, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yes. Um, unfortunately, it, it's not. Um, and, and I'm glad it's not because it's not made for everybody. Uh, there's a lot of ups and downs in this business. There, in any business, in any success, um, there's a lot of ups and downs. And uh, any, I've never heard of a successful person say uh, they never made a mistake uh, or anything like that or made wrong moves. And, and if they did, uh, then they got lucky. And I doubt that they'll never do it again. Um, that, that, you know, the, that guy should stick to buying lottery tickets if that's, if that's really what, what happened. And, and in this job too, um, in, in the combat sports community, like the bullshit is so easy to see through, honestly, like for the work, uh, you know, for an athlete saying like, I'm ready to fight. Like you can tell when he's ready to fight. Um, if someone doesn't know the sport right off the bat, you can tell if they don't know the sport, um, right. no, like you can, it, it depends. And, and again, like with all the, all the athletes I've had on here. Um, it's more than a just, how was your last fight and how are you feeling coming up to your next fight? And that kind of seems to be the main course of action, uh, on the media side. And again, not to downplay anyone else on, on what they're doing too, but you know, when the full story isn't presented, because at the end of the day, man, you see someone get knocked down and get back up. Uh, it, you don't, you can speak Thai, you can speak Portuguese. Um, it doesn't matter. It, it inspires the crap out of you, you know, uh, of course. I mean, that's the great thing about our sport. Dana White has said it before. I mean, um, it's it, it's an easy sport to get. Listen, I, I, I've lived in America. I'm Brazilian. Uh, I've lived in America my whole life. But uh, uh, and I love watching sports, but I don't understand cricket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I don't. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, the same way that uh, someone in Brazil or someone in 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 some other foreign country doesn't understand american football but you know i could get sit in a room with 10 to 15 people all speaking different languages and you put on an mma fight and there's not too much explanation to be needed obviously on ground grappling something like that but at the end of the day it's a very simple fight to a, a simple a sport to understand and 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 people get it and 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 like dana has said many times fighting's in our dna you know what i mean like we we it, we love watching fights you know if that wasn't the case why is it that you know at lunchtime in school when there's a fight everybody runs to go watch the fight you know what i mean same thing with hockey you know the fight happens and everyone loves it they almost love the fighting in hockey more than than hockey itself yeah and and in nba or or, or you know even if uh in the in the um 
Super Bowl. If a fight was to break out, everyone would stop. It would be the most plagued thing of the Super Bowl, you know, like so. Um, and and to the DNA thing too. Uh, when I actually I went to go cover that that national championship, the WBC one, and I, I interviewed the folks before. And, you know, I was telling them, like, I like to go deep with this. And I, I could be a little wishy-washy in a sense, but I, I think it's true where literally the, everyone that's fought, everyone that's been in a battle, all the gods of war, even in that sense, are watching you guys, them perform and, and put on their soul. And, like, especially when it's so pure and they're putting, like, leaving it all in there, um, it just it must make, like, the whole, like, everyone that's ever fought that's watching from from above just so proud because I was, I was just, you know, even, like, fucking Aries and Kratos and like even like just all yeah. these Alexander the Great and, and Ali and everyone like everyone is watching these guys including the world and um oh man it's it's exciting too again like you said doesn't matter what freaking language uh you can look at a guy when someone gets knocked out and you're 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 hyped up so yeah and and, and the same thing with mixed martial arts I mean I've been to many sports I've been to NBA finals uh I've been to Stanley Cup finals I've been to World Series games I've been to all that, and listen, it, it's an it's an amazing uh, event to go to. It's it's great, but I'll tell you, man, I've been to hundreds and hundreds of of UFCs, and I can tell you that when the main event comes out and they're turning out down the lights, the energy of that building, um, to me, it's it's the most exciting sport in the world to go watch live. If you if you like it watching it on TV, you'll absolutely love it going live because it's 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 an incredible energy and and going to a, a UFC event or any mixed martial arts event that's produced well um, is 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 insane. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, even last night, uh, like Karate Combat, like there or I think it was on Thursday. They they're going they're going pretty good too. Like there's a lot of different organizations that are are not only you know they're putting more time into that. Um, into the production side too. Uh, you know, one championship for the first time I saw it, I was blown away by how it looks. Um, you know, it just and then you watch the talent because it's not only that the talent has to back it up as well. Um, well, the so talent definitely has to back it up. Sometimes people get too focused on the production, and, right. and then, yeah, you, you, you it's it's really a um, a balancing act because uh, it's really great to see. Uh, um, it's really great to see you know the production that one puts in the show, but you know, at the end of the day, it, it is called a business and uh, and businesses need to make money to to operate. Um, uh, I don't care if you're a multi-billionaire. Nobody likes to lose money. Uh, they don't like to lose money. So, you know, uh, it's really great to see all these, you know, inflection of money in, in, into this infusion of money into the sport. Um, but it's like, you know, it, it gets a little scary because, uh, you know, you, you see companies like PFL and the big conversation about Francis Ngannou and, and there's so many variables in that, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, listen, you might not like what you might not like Dana White. Many people may not like it, but I can just tell you from my experiences from Dana White, man. Dana White has always been 100% straight, honest, and 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 good to me. His word is, is as good as any contract. Um, and I'm speaking from my experiences. I'm not speaking from, oh, I heard. No, Dana White with me has been 100% solid. And you might not always like what he has to say, but he's going to tell you what he believes and what he thinks is true and, and the, the truth. And that's one thing that you have to, uh, that I respect about him. 
Um, and and I think he brought up a lot of good points yesterday about Francis Ngannou. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you know the UFC doesn't do what 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 PFL is doing. So great that PFL is doing that, and he doesn't want to fight a champ yet. He's fought three times in three years, and now he's gonna not fight for another year. It's like I, I mean, dude, it, like you know, as as a fighter, as a combat sports athlete, they all have expiration dates on them. And he ain't getting any younger, man. He ain't getting any younger. I know, yeah, there's true. Oh, he's getting more experience. But supposedly he's the baddest man on the planet, right? That's what he's claiming. It was one of the he most out there and fight. Fight. It was such a it was such a like as a again as a fight fan too. It was such like I was everyone was waiting, everyone's waiting, everyone's waiting, plateau and then leave. You know, because you're building up to one of one of the greatest fights in heavyweight history, too. You know, uh Francis's performance against Cyril Gone. You know, that made me so excited to see him <coughs> against John Jones um, because of how, how much hype um, and granted hype Cyril Gaon had moving moving like a, a middleweight um, at heavyweight. Uh, and then for it to be shut down, you know, it was just, it was so under underwhelming. And it, it wasn't a good look. Uh, but again, it's, who am I to say, right? Again, I'm the guy in the chair. Uh, what do you mean it wasn't a good look? What wasn't a good look? Um, on Francis not being able to like make a deal and stay in UFC to get that fight with John Jones, we all want to see. We all want to see John Jones versus Ngannou. That's at the end of the day, that's what we want, right? And, yeah, yeah. And it just it didn't it didn't for for us on the fight fan side, you know. Again, baddest motherfucker on the planet. You should be ready. He should be there. Um, and even now, this you know, then cross the street. Come. Why does he have to? You know, why does it have to be a cross promotion thing now? Um, I don't, that's that's again just from from this perspective here. So, uh, but again, he wanted those 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 uh, attachments to that that company, um, starting with PFL Africa and and all those those things that came with that too. So for him, it, it's great. But for us, that we want to see the but it, no, for him, it seems. I, I think we should rephrase that. It seems to be great, right? Let's see if it's great. Let's see if he's. And his agents are geniuses, or if they made a complete big mistake. One hundred percent. Is one in the hand better than two in the bush? In this particular uh, case, time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell, because you know one thing for sure is the UFC is here to stay. They're the number one uh, mixed martial arts organization on the planet, and I don't think anybody is ever going to change that. You know, XFL is awesome. No offense, Canadian Football League is great too. Yeah, but it's not the NFL. No, and and and, that. and that's and that's and that's just the truth. I I don't mean to offend anybody, but let's be realistic. And and you know, going back to why the LFA was there, we we built the LFA for the reason is coming from being a manager. I used to see guys fighting in a high school gymnasium in front of 500 people and then get the opportunity two weeks later to step out into the uh, uh, into the Staples Center at the time in front of 17,000 people's lights, cameras, they were shell-shocked. Yeah. So I, I, we wanted to create, and, and my goal wasn't to be the number one, uh, the number one mixed martial arts. No, my goal was to be the number one developmental organization in the world because it needed it for the sport to evolve. We needed these guys. And that's why 
we, you know, one thing about the LFA, you're not going to see mismatches. You're mm -hmm. not going to see those sorts of fights. You're going to see real fights, real competition where, so these guys are being prepared, being prepared uh, when they step up into that next level that they're prepared for battle. And I feel that that's why so many of our top talent in the LFA move on to Bellator, to the UFC, and now even PFL. Uh, because uh, be, number one, they're moving there because of making more money. Uh, I, I can tell you right now in the PFL and, and uh, the, the, they're probably, they probably had some tougher fights in the, in the LFA than they're going to have in PFL. I mean, Honestly. not their whole career, but I'm just saying their initial fights, a lot of times the fights in the uh, LFA are, are a much tougher and much higher level of competition. Mm. Oh, and, and guys, it's, it's guaranteed, right? Like they get the, the deal basically the night of getting that that title uh, or the next day. You know, example for uh, Felipe, uh, Felipe uh, the other night there too. Uh, yeah. or even you know the heavyweight guy Eduardo. Um, he's he's going on uh, Dana White's Contender Series in September. Right. You know, we got you guys. You guys just and Bruno Lopes exactly. And you guys, you push that again, right? Going back to you love to see your guys succeed to de develop them, and then again seeing the LFA alumni. They go five and zero. Oh, they go. They're they're getting the bonuses. They're winning. They're yeah. they're successful. They have opportunities in other fields. It's uh it's a win win win, especially if you're putting in the work and the love for it. Because again, back to the uh, the bullshit side of it, if you're not putting in the work, it's so easy to see, right? And it's it's just it's such pure pure work. And it you know when you're when you're doing that, and these guys are that skilled, um you get to the top right away. Right. But, um, um I I do have some some names um if, yeah, if but, you're but, ever looking. Yeah, well, no, please, please, please do. Please send them our way. We're always looking for the top talent that wants to come and test themselves. You know, I mean, that 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 that's the kind of stuff that uh, that's what we look for. We look for the best talent around the world to come here and and prove themselves and get an opportunity to to, to really do something. You know what I mean? That 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 we love that. I mean, for me, um, the the fulfillment in helping these guys further their career is incredible. And even Friday night, you know, Jacoby Jones had an incredible fight against an extremely tough Jean-Paul. Yeah. Uh, went out there and and had a, one of the best fights I've ever seen him fight in. He, he was prepared, focused. You know, he told me, um, he said, the minute I signed the contract, Ed, he goes, look what was on my phone. And he had a picture of the LFA belt on his phone. And he said, every day I'd wake up and look at that and knew that my goal was to go out there and get that. Yeah. And, um, and, and I, I've said this to many times to fighters and after he won the title, I came up to him and his coach and put my arms around him. And I said, I mean this in the most positive way, but I hope you never fight here again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, because, because my goal is to see them succeed. You know what I mean? And I said, if it happens to, uh, to, to happen, you're more than welcome. But my goal is to see you further your career. And, and, and deep down inside, I hope you never fight here again. But if you do, the doors are open. That's, that's the best. I, and honestly, um, through the connections I made and, and, and that stuff, um, and even going to these events, I've, I've noticed that that's something that, uh, um, you know, that, that's, it is super fulfilling too. So to be able to be in a position to make those connections to help guys further their career, um, you know, again, you just want to see these, like, without the bullshit side of it, you want to see these guys win championships, go better, and it's just better for everyone when you have talent coming in. Um, you know, their gym's getting attention, the 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 company's getting attention on, on all sides. 
Um, and you, but, you, look, you look at you look at the 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 flyweight title that's coming up in 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 July between uh, Brandon Marino, who was the LFA champ, versus Alexander Pantoja, who was the RFA champ, and also the Access TV champ. When we did a RFA versus Legacy, uh, he won that. So you've got two former champions in our organization now fighting for a UFC title. So, I mean, to me, that's, you know, the, the, the worst part of that whole thing is that someone's going to lose. And, 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 uh, and they're both phenomenal human beings. They both deserve to be there. And, um, you know, I just hope uh, neither one of them gets hurt. It's, it's a fuel that, you know, you can't, you can't put that shit out. So, yeah, for sure. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I know you're a busy man. I don't want to take too much of your time um oh man this... anytime man anytime you want to chat it's it's my pleasure man i appreciate you always out there uh spreading the word of our sport um i appreciate the uh you know the 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 push of trying to push the lfa and and like i said i i, I know we're the you know i always tell people this you know pound for pound we're the best in the business because mm -hmm. when you turn around and you look at people like uh the ufc who um, you know uh, have you know over three hundred employees, um, and they're doing forty three events all around the world. Um, and, and you've got uh, people like um, Bellator, who's doing you know maybe twenty events a year. Um, you know they've probably got sixty, seventy, eighty employees uh, doing that. And you look at the LFA, and we're doing you know twenty five events all around the world, and we've got under 10 and full-time employees, you know, that I, I sit there and I think, you know, pound for pound, we're the best in the business. You know what I mean? Nobody could do what we do with the tools that we do it with. And uh, that, you know, that, and, and I, I look at all these sort of analogies of what we are, you know, it's like, we're, uh, you know, it's like if we were in an IndyCar race, you know, you've got the UFC, you look at the IndyCar and they've got this beautiful pit crew with all the tools, <laughs> everything's perfect. You look at Bellator, you look at PFL, um, you know, and they've got all these, you know, great, you look at one, they've got a great pit crew. They've got all these tools and all this. And then you look over at the, uh, the LFA and, uh, you know, we, I, we got a hammer, a screwdriver and a rubber band, and we're always in the top five, you know what I mean? In the world. Yeah. So, so to me, I'm, I, I can't wait to get to the point where we have a pit crew. Uh, because if we're doing what we're doing now with the tools that we have, um, imagine what we're going to do when we have uh, the full pit crew. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I'd love to be a part of that pit crew. Um, there's, especially with that light being brought on it, man, and the story being told properly and people knowing where the talent is coming from. Again, when I say LFA, when I tell them that Henry Cejudo or I told them that Ryan Spann, uh, Dominic Reyes, you know, they, they fought in LFA. That's where these guys come from. And then it's a direct freaking route to the, to the big show. Like what more could you want? What more could you want? So it's, it's, it's fucking exciting. I'll, I'll tell you what some guys want. Some guys want easy fights and they want to build their record and to look really pretty on paper. And, and a lot of these guys' goal is to get to the UFC. But, but that's their goal. And that's one thing that I always tell these guys. And I told Jacoby this, Jones, 
Friday night after his fight, I said, one thing that you need to put in your mind is not only getting the UFC. You need to think beyond that. You need to think about becoming a UFC champion. And not only that is your ultimate goal. You need to think about once you get to become a UFC champion, what you're going to do to defend it. And I think a lot of times when people have a goal and they put their mind on that goal, once they achieve the goal, they get lost a little bit. And I've never been a fighter as far as fighting professionally or any of that. But in my own life, I've done those things where I set a goal. I remember, you know, for the longest time, I, I set my goal. of my, my ultimate goal was to buy the house I wanted, to buy the house I wanted, to buy the house, the dream house that I wanted. And, and that's what I wanted. And then when I bought the house, it was like six months, like for the next six months, I was almost a little bit like almost depressed, a little lost mm -hmm. because I never thought about what about my life after I have the house? You know what I mean? My whole goal was getting the house. And I think that these guys in their proper career need to think about not just getting in the UFC, like what are you going to do after you get in the UFC? And then once you become champion, what are you going to do after you become champion? Because if you set those goals, and I've seen it with our actual fighters, I have a fighter who, you know, his goal was to become a world champion. And I remember right after the fight, he became a world champion. Um, it, it was uh, Rafael Feijão. Okay, he just knocks out King Mo in strike force and became champion. And we're all, you know, and, and I have a really close relationship. We, he's one of, you know, my close friends, a brother to me. And uh, now currently he's the LFA vice president of South America. And he works with us closely. But I can remember that night. It was just him and I in, in, in the locker room after. And he's looking at the belt and he looked at me and he said, now what? Yes. And, 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 and I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean now? What? But, but, but that's why I'm saying it, your, your focus is that, that you never think beyond that. And, and it's good to be focused on that, but also don't, don't make that your final thing. It's like, once you get it, what are you going to do? And that's why I'm saying your goal is to get in the UFC. Cool. But what are you going to do when you're there? That's what matters. And, and people can take that and translate that into their life. Like you said, for the house, whatever their house, whatever their title is, make sure that you're planning accordingly. So you don't just, you know, have that feeling or be prepared for that feeling. Yeah, once you, you get there, you're not lost. Yeah. Okay, now what? Now yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. I was waking up every day with the focus of chasing that dream, whether it be yeah. a, a car or, or a career or a cool. Yeah, I want to be this. I want to be this. Well, once you're there, what are you going to do? Mm. What's gonna do now? Now think about that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like it's the same thing. It's like okay, now then that and I took that and we applied that to the LFA. It's like my goal was to be the number one developmental organization in the world. We are. Yeah. I'm not like now what? We've got so much more to improve. We, there's so much more that we can do, and so much more that we can expand. We're already what we set out to do, but now we want to be better. Dude, and 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 to that point too of. Uh of uh you know now what it's like now we continue to push that talent out that fuse never goes out there's a there's a, there isn't a limit right there's no cap on that there's no, literally no cap on that I because think. there's new guys every year there's new guys every single year every day training and training and training and for them to know that too that that never goes out you know the show goes on bums and seats getting the shit going making money but also developing talent putting guy and and at the end of the day too that self-gratification of them knowing that they did it, right? Helping them be able to raise that belt up no matter what, whatever money comes out of it, 
knowing that they they got to where their goal is and, and helping people do that because you know you hear all these guys you hear all these guys uh, Adesanya Volkanovski uh, you know at the their speech at the end is um you know hey you can do this too like I hope you know Adesanya's last speech after Pereira that incredible you know that was just insane and that was but you know I used to, like looking at everyone like I hope I hope all of you can feel this feeling one day. And that's what you're doing. That's what LFA, UFC, Bellator, PFL, that's what they're helping people get to. Um, and it's, it's fucking inspiring, man. And again, yeah, that's, that's, I think combat sports, yeah, number one in the world for that reason. Uh, and will be, you know, uh, 30 years in, watch another 30. Like, fuck, I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm really Yeah, good. And I, I truly do believe the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come, you know. These yeah. kids are a, a new, you know. There's just so much young talent out there that before a guy had a a wrestling pedigree or a jujitsu guy, man, there's kids that are 11 years old that they're mixed martial artists. You know what I mean? They they're training everything from the ages of seven, eight, nine years old. By the time they're 20 years old, they've got 13 years of experience training Muay Thai, boxing, wrestling, jujitsu, and these kids are just insane. 100. percent yeah, 100%. And yeah, just the growth of it too, with those laws changing, even up here too. Like I said, we're so far behind. Um, Gabe, Gabriel says, hello, Unc, by the way. I love Gabriel, man. He's the, <laughs> Those kids are phenomenal kids. Khalil and Gabriel, um, I'm so proud of them, you know, uh, for, for them to, uh, first of all, they're really good human beings and good kids. They're, they're good kids. And that to me is the most important they're both extremely talented and only they know what it's like to have to step in the ring and and whether they do it or not it, it, you know it's not an easy task to step on there and go fight especially when you're the son of one of the greatest of all time all these expectations all these things and you know what these kids um these kids are Phenomenal kids, phenomenal athletes, and and they work hard. And uh, I'm so proud to see the the adults that they have become and are becoming. And um, I'm I'm always rooting for them and always root for their success. Gabe's pro boxing debut was incredible. He he followed through, and that was cool. How it lined up on Anderson's birthday there. Um, I'll be in LA June 9th to cover uh, Khalil's fight. Um, let me see my schedule. I will be in town. I will definitely be at Khalil's fight. Uh, Khalil, Khalil is, uh, you know, Khalil um, to me is a special kid uh, to me because, uh, you know, Khalil, before Anderson and his family moved to the United States, Khalil lived with me in the United States. He wanted to live in the U.S. sooner than later. Yeah. So he lived... Uh, he lived with me six months before his family moved here. So wow. Khalil to me is almost like a, a, a son, you know? Uh, I mean, I love all the, the, the whole family, but I'm just saying that Khalil, he lived here. As a matter of fact, the room I'm sitting in right now was Khalil's room when he lived here. This was his room. This was, uh, this was his room that he lived in right here. Uh, I'll never forget it. He used to have a big, a big, uh, a, a big thing and I used to my wife used to tell him don't eat in the room don't eat in the room and he used <laughs> to have this he used to have this big barrel of cheese you know those little cheese puff cheese balls oh, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. he would just keep it here and at night he would just eat it and I go Khalil I'm telling you don't eat in the room dude but he's just <laughs> he's just turned out to be such a 
a phenomenal kid. And uh, Khalil uh, and Gabriel uh, are, are just great talents. And Khalil's a talent. And I've seen Khalil do so many different things and everything he applies himself to, uh, he does well. Matter of fact, is, is, is it at Commerce, right? It is at Commerce. Yeah, yeah so we're doing a show there two weeks after that for the oh, LFA. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Um, I might have to come back down for that to cover that then too. That's off to you for what LFA is doing and the whole whole team at LFA and and you know what what's happening out of there, dude. So well, I can tell you right now, man. Without my team, uh, I wouldn't do anything. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do anything. I I I I said pound for pound, we're the best. Uh, you know, we're pound for pound, we're the best in the world. And our, our team is, is phenomenal. You know, every one of my partners, Sven Bean, Mark Berry, uh, you know, everyone that works there, Melissa Henricks, uh, who used to be with the UFC, to Ryan Bevins, to our team in Brazil, Rafael Feijão, who's been just a huge push. Like I said, I, I, I mean, I, I feel bad because there's so many people to name and uh, I, I don't want to leave anybody out, but our production team, uh, just everyone. I mean, everyone that puts in. And, and one thing about our team is everybody loves the loves what we do, and we're a family. And and that's one thing about the LFA. Not only our team, but our our everyone that fights for us. It's we're like a fraternity. You know, what I mean, we support uh, everyone throughout their whole career, and um, and and that's what it's about. It's like when you're fighting for the LFA, you're you're fighting. You're part of a fraternity, and and we're going to be with you and help promote you through the rest of your career. Email, just send it on my way, or you could also send it to uh, um, you know uh, Mark Berry, which is is uh, I, I'll text you. It's M. I'll just get M B I E R I at lfa.com so the okay. first initial m and his last name is b-i-e-r-i at lfa.com and everyone listening right now uh you know you got any talent go ahead and send it directly to mark barry i'll make sure that every single one that is is capable of that gets that contact man right on all right Take brother care, bro Really appreciate this, Ed. We'll keep in contact. Cheers, man. I'll see you in L.A. Knockout of the year contender, Kawei Fernandez. And the long-awaited LFA debut of top heavyweight prospect, Hugo Coya, who was a member of the Brazilian national team for wrestling. Don't miss the action. Going down Saturday, May 27th at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, exclusively on UFC Fight Pass. Canada is partnered with Unity Underwear, King's Fightwear, and MK1 Boxing Equipment. Use code DREAMER to save 20% off your total purchase on all Unity apparel and head down to the MK1 shop to save 10% off their world-class equipment with code MMAJournalCA.